Ripples in Space presents Unending Tales from The Void. Glimsworth. Please report to HR Office 374-H, sub level 9. Make sure you turn left when you exit lift bay 3-4. Everybody makes that mistake. Thank you. Ah, uh, Emma. Thank you for responding so promptly to my hailing. Um, did I do something wrong? Wrong? What? No, not at all. Sorry. I realized I am way ahead of myself. I am Jeff Rogue, head of SolarFed's Human Resource Department. Can I offer you some coffee or some rubidium tea? I'll, I'll take some tea. Thank you. Of course. Wilfred. Please bring in one coffee, black, and one rubidium tea. Did you want dairy or sucrose? One measure of sucrose, please. One measure of sucrose, please, Wilfred. Understood, sir. We are out of sucrose. Might I suggest a synthetic bee juice as a replacement? Perfectly agreeable. Thank you. Now, where were we? You asked me here. To be honest, I have no idea what is going on. Oh, right. Right. Well, to be perfectly honest, Emma, I find myself in a bit of a situation, and I'm afraid to say I need your help. Help with what? I'm down in digital docs. Literally all I do is verify computer-checked forms. Exactly what I need. Oh, uh, Wilfred, welcome. Place those over there. One coffee. Black, one rubidium tea, substitute with bee juice. It's a pleasure to serve. Porky old bot. I'm due for an upgrade, but just haven't had the heart. Look, as exciting as this all is, will you please just let me know why I'm here? Right, sorry. Easily distracted. How was the tea? Good, exactly what I expected. Now what do you need? Well, to be frank, Emma, you're only here because I ran a query for the most reliable record-keeping employee in all of SolarFed with the fewest mistakes and highest project completion rate. You forgot non-existent social life. I'm sorry? Nothing. Continue. Right. Fact is, girl, you are reliable and good at your job. I am up for a promotion soon and have a 
couple outstanding forms that need tidying. If you could help me out, I might be able to offer you a handsome recommendation for my current position. I admit, Jeff, you have my interest. Good to hear. Let me get you those files. Six months ago, two SolarFed security guards left their posts at Power Station 1296. They were responding to the distress signal on a Perlanian artifact world. They were not authorized for such antics. Isn't that job for Artifacts Division? Indeed. Also, they resurfaced at Station 626 and used their SolarFed credentials to access the station. Somehow shortly after, most of the station's staff were murdered and we lost track of them. Are these guys? Max Glider and Stort Rainerman. And you lost track of them after Station 626? Not exactly. Shortly after that incident, an unauthorized Starcracker's failed detonation was detected deep in space near the Epsilon Brava sector. The Starcracker's unique signature matched the stolen ones from Power Station 1296. You think it was them? Has to be. Forgive me, sir, but this sounds like a galactic security job. SolarFed's reputation is on the line. I need you to get them to sign a 1087-C-Z, affirming they responded solely under their own volition, and a 308-B, informing them of their SolarFed termination of employment. Wait, SolarFed is still paying them? Unfortunately, yes. The new labor laws are quite strict. It has to be in person. No bots, no computers. I, I don't think I can do this, Jeff. I work inside all day in an office. I hate traveling. I hate people. I'm afraid you don't have a choice, dear. I have in my desk a 308-B for you to sign if you decline. So I have no choice? Afraid not. Wilfred, please escort Miss Glimsworth to the Anger Bay. I have set aside a ship with the Starcracker detection coordinates programmed inside. Goodbye, Miss Glimsworth, and good luck. Please follow me, Miss Glimsworth. Must be nice rising to a higher station based on the merits of others. Just think, if you succeed, one day this could be you, and some Patsy will be in the opposite seat. Something to look forward to. Suck vacuum, Jeff. Okay, lightspeed jump complete. Uh, let's see the manual. Where's the manual? Well, I see the planet I think I'm supposed to land on. So how do I initiate auto landing? Hmm, table of contents. Landing, there it is, page 35. Here we go. Thank you for purchasing Star Cruiser 300. This model is not equipped with auto landing. Well, shit. 
Okay, this is fine. Deep breaths. Just trapped in a still coffin in space. Um, oh, this looks helpful. Trouble with manual landing? Watch this video. Hello, and thank you for your recent Star Cruiser 300 purchase. This video will help you learn the basics of landing your new vessel. Let's get started. First, pull back on the main acceleration lever to your left. Second, depress the green button. Okay, I can do this. Pull back lever, good. Green button, uh, oh, there it is. Press that. It should be worth noting, there are two green buttons. The one you want is on the left next to the thruster level. Under no circumstances should you depress the green button on your left. No crap. Alert. Field ejection complete. Warning. Orbit degrading. Entry angle critical. Would you like to send an error report or a final message to a loved one? Wait, huh? Oh, this is bull- Nick receiving. Identify yourself. Hello, Hunter. This is Campo Hopkins. I work for the Solenoid Industries. We are interested in hiring you for a high-level job. Who is the target? I cannot release that information until we agree and bind yourself to the task. Okay, sending DNA signature for binding. Received. Thank you, Mr. Nick. Your target is one Dr. Sarah Faraday. She's in a position of a valuable data drive. Solenoid is very interested in this drive and requires it intact. Payment? 300 million universal coins will be wired to you upon completion of this task. Holy space ass! I could buy a small planet with that. What's on the drive? Confidential. We intercepted a transmission from a distant planet. Our scientists believe it is Berlanian homeworld. I suggest you start there. Work swiftly, and there will be a bonus. Coordinates received. I'll be in touch. Arson out. So, Thimlin, eh? God is looking out for me. I guess thanks. Okay, Emma. Your transport is wrecked and you have no food. The only person that knows you're here is an asshole boss. You are undeniably screwed. I should just kill myself. There is literally no other option. My mom was right. I should not have gone to that damn job fair. You hear that, Mom? You're right. Oh, and screw you, Solar Fed. Screw you too, Star Cruiser. You make shitty spaceships. My wrist link is picking up a signal. Meek, meek, merk, meek, merk, merk, merk. I am the lonely computer left alone. 
so lonely. Computer equals lonely. Great. The only other thing on this planet is a deranged computer. Well, I guess I could try communicating with it. Hello? Oh dear. It has finally happened. I have lost it. I am hearing voices. Oh, wait, no. You're good. I, I'm real. My name is Emma Glimsworth. My, my ship just crashed. I'm stranded. Even better. My hallucinations are becoming sentient. I guess my fractured mind is attempting to entertain me. I am real. I work for SolarFed. I scan and correct documents all day. I am incapable of landing a spaceship. I am completely useless and probably not going to survive the night. I don't hate myself that much. Hooray! I am not alone. A new master has presented itself. A replacement for Zequin the Benevolent. All hail Glimsworth the Annihilator. Uh, you okay? Decidedly not. I am sending you my location. Your signal ping leads me to calculate your distance at average human pace. Calculate. 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 You are two hours away. Sun sets in one hour, 45 minutes. I suggest you move your touche, Emma. I'm on my way. Start up a cardio routine. That was brutal. The frail human made it. Congratulations. Please ascend the lowering ramp. Welcome to what was once Zequin, the Supreme's vessel. What are you doing on this planet? What happened to Zequin? My master and I came here to defeat a pesky robot and his pets. However, things did not go as planned. Zequin was kinda, well, liquefied. I was abandoned here and have remained all alone for six months. Oh, well, I'm sorry to hear that. Is, is this ship capable of sending a distress call? Even better, this ship is fully functional and capable of interstellar flight. Not to mention it is a badass Perlanian sloop. One of only three created. No big deal. That, that's cool, but I think I'm ready to go home. I need to start looking for a new job. All this space travel is too much. I understand, Emma the Meek. You remind me of the insignificant humans, Max and Stuart, that followed Zequin's enemy around. Always running, never facing Z-Man. 
They hid behind Fred. Uh, first off, hurtful. Second, did you say Max and Stuart? Like Max Glider and Stuart Reinemann? I do not know their last names. It, it has to be them. Do you know where they went? I detect faint plasma trails from the brake thrusters the junkie ship of theirs used. Can you fly this ship? Does a capacitator capacitate? Oh. It does. Yes, I can. Let's go. I might have a job when I get home after all. Go where? After Max and Stewart, you calculator. Ouch! Your wish is my command, Emma the Hurtful. Okay, cool. Flying in another spaceship. Don't freak out. Don't freak out. Preparing to spin up Star Drive. Hey, uh, would, would you mind not activating this drive drive just yet? Ah! Who the hell are you? Egad! Where did this life form materialize from? Apologies. Uh, I didn't mean to startle you. But my name is Bob. Bob the Engineer. I live under the floor. Bob? What? How long have you been down there? Did Zequin know you were there? Zitgrin? Uh, yes, I believe so. Was he the purple guy? Yes. Purple guy? He was purple? Got a problem with purple skin, eh? I have green skin. Does that bother you, eh? N no, not at all. I have just, well, never... Met a non-human? Well, congratulations. You've met your first oboe. Oh, um, nice to meet you, Bob the Oboe. Can we go back a bit? You mean to tell me for the last six months while well, I thought I was abandoned on Semlin, you have been hiding under the floorboards? If somebody had to strip down and degrease the polarizer. Lost track of time down there. Six months. That is equivalent to 4,380. Dot zero zero five hours you lost track of. Very greasy. Greasy polarizers aside, how long till we can do the star drive speedy light thingy? If five minutes tops. Did he crawl back under the floor? Indeed. What is that red flashing light? Alert! Proximity warning! Foreign object on collision course. No, please. No more spaceship malfunctions. What in the corroded circuit board was that? It looked like a spacesuit. The arms were flailing. Hey guys, uh, Star Drive is good to go. But, uh, what did you hit with my spaceship, huh? Looked like a dude. The gender of the unknown astronaut cannot be confirmed at this time. Was that a knock on the hatch? Yeah, totally a dude. Should we open the hatch? Can we do that in space? Should be fine. There are two doors. Huh, then sure.
Thank you for the pickup. Most chilly out there. Captain Starflower at your service. Captain Starflower? Where did you come from? Why were you floating in space? What is even going on anymore? Well, I shall relate to you the tale of Captain Starflower and his mighty ship, the colossal falafel, and the, the tragedy that befell him. Ooh, sounds pretty good. Should I put some popcorn on? With extra butter? You can't eat popcorn. Doesn't mean I don't like butter. Uh, anyway, as I was saying, uh, many moons ago I was sailing the mighty void in my majestic vessel, the Colossal Falafel, when tragedy befell me. I was jumped by space pirates. They dumped my beauty on dirtiest critters and took me captive. I was imprisoned on their barge for years before making my most daring escape. All I needed was a spacesuit and my trusty death pickle. My destiny is once again my own. Whoa. Um, well that was a lot. Yes, thank you for the exposition, Brick. Now would you please explain what a death pickle is? I too would very much like to know. That would be my lovely revolver, strapped here to my hip. It's a tricky little gadget, used to transmogrify people, or objects, into whatever I wanted it to. Now it, uh, it just turns people into gourds. Oh, well that's nice. Indubitably. Popcorn's ready. Great. Can we please enter light speed? Unfortunately, I have lost the plasma trail of the Atoffel. Damn it. Oh wow, that's an old freighter. Haven't seen a porpoise class in a long time. Did you say porpoise? Why crack my gonads and call me nutless. The falafel was a porpoise class. I highly doubt they are the same vessel. Wait, can you run a registry scan on the vessel? Check for former names. Scanning, scanning, scanning. Give it a minute. Accessing database. Vessel known as a toffle was formerly known as waffle was formerly known as the colossal falafel. My majestic falafel, I have an urgent request from you, good Samaritans. Um, what is your name, fair maiden of the stars? Uh, Emma. I can. Emma, would you and and your crew assist me in reclaiming my mantle as captain of the falafel? Eh, works for me. They aren't my crew, but the people I'm looking for are on that ship. Excellent. Then we shall pry their lukewarm, soon-to-be-gorded bodies from my bridge. Dramatic, but I'll take it. Um, that still doesn't answer how we find them. I had a locator chip embedded in my heart. It allows me to always sense where my beloved is. Sounds whiskey. A highly ill-advised procedure leads to unhealthy attachments with inanimate objects. Regardless, my ship lies towards, um, uh, the uh, Emerald Sector, uh, near the, um, uh, inundated planets. Or, or so every fiber of my being is screaming at me. Wow. Well... Uh, you heard the man. Computer, let's do the zoom zoom thing. Commencing the zoom zoom thing. Hey, uh, anybody want a sandwich for the road? Just me? Okay.
How interesting. An ancient Perlanian vessel? I wonder where they're off to. I guess it couldn't hurt to tag along. Might get lucky. Besides, I could use some target practice. Thank you for listening to episode one of Unending Tales from the Void. Season two! I'm John Davis. And this is Kate Reagan. And we actually have with us, for the first time, someone other than John Davis and Kate Reagan, and that would be... Hi, I'm Andrew Peralta. Who voices Bob, and in season one, might have been Zed Quinn. So if you're following this story that we tell at all, thank you, because sometimes we don't even know what story we're telling. Um... (laughs) But it's a lot of fun, and we have a lot of crazy things in store for you in the upcoming uh, next nine episodes. And hopefully, we'll have some more cast members join us so we can talk about it and stuff like that. Um, I guess I'm just going to go ahead and ask Kate and Andrew, is there anything about this episode that that struck you? Ooh, well, we get to meet a a new, exciting uh, lead character, possibly. Uh, Emma seems like she's... uh, very reluctant character kind of thrown on this journey, but I'm, I'm interested to see where uh, our story takes her. Uh, I agree, Kate. A very strong opening to season two. Uh, I'm not sure what else I could mention. It's very good, very good energy so far. He supports it 100%. <laughs> good to know. All right. Well, um, if you follow Ripples in Space, you should totally check us out. We have a website. It's ripplesinspace.com. And through that website, you can submit original fiction for us to read on this podcast. And you can also submit short stories to our uh, science fiction short story quarterly. Quarterly submission period. That we, we select and publish about 12 to 14 stories, generally quarterly. Now, of course, the world is ending, you know, pandemic and whatnot. So our schedule has been a little, a little interesting, but hopefully things will be getting back to normal soon. But, you know, it doesn't really look like that's happening. But we can hope. We can hope. It's <laughs> really starting to become a science fiction story on my doorstep. Speaking of science fiction, I heard a fun theory the other day that apparently 2020 is now uh, a horribly messed up timeline. Somebody has time traveled and has tried to fix 2020, but keeps messing it up. So thanks, Flash. <laughs> Yeah, uh, thank you for getting rid of the killer hornets. We have bigger fish to fry. (laughs) Well, um, as always, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And once again, thank you from all of us here at Ripples in Space. Cheers from the void. See you soon.